Hi everybody. Welcome to episode 33 of Spoken Word with Electronics. I'm in a pretty good mood this week. I hope you're well too. Episode 33 is a good number. I like the number 33, and I like any number that is a speed for a record, a vinyl record. 33 is a number used in record playback, 33 and one-third specifically, or 33.3. RPM stands for rotations per minute. Sorry, I mean revolutions per minute. So a 33.3 RPM disc spins around 33 and one-third times every 60 seconds, or 100 times every three minutes. And I like all record speeds. 33.3, 78, 45, even 16. All of them are rough divisions of each other, but in a nice, imprecise way. A uh, bit of a math joke. You'd think records being round, they'd spin at the speed of pi, 3.14. That's a uh, really bad joke. I just thought that one up. If we uh, made record formats today, it would likely be less organic than 33.3, 78, 45, and 16. It would probably be more equally divisible in formats. Uh, some exact format, measurement of eight probably, like 32, 64, and 48. But I like, uh, I like the standards, 33 and 78 and 45. This week will be our Thanksgiving episode. While I don't agree with the politics or uh, revisionist history of Thanksgiving, America's far more brutal than uh, some friendly <laughs> dinner around the table with a bunch of people whose land we stole, but I do like Thanksgiving for the moments and memories I have of sharing a large meal with friends, especially in my 20s. Uh, during peak loneliness or peak uh, misunderstanding about who I am or just figuring out who I am with a bunch of people who are figuring out who they are. Uh, that happened in my 20s, probably. But I have some very happy Thanksgiving memories and I get sentimental when I think of Thanksgiving. So, Thanksgiving removed from politics is a very happy day. And with people staying home for this year's Thanksgiving and not visiting others, I thought I'd invite you over for some decent food and music. In terms of record format speeds, here's a nice 78 RPM platter, they call it, by Harlan Lattimore and his Connie's Inn Orchestra. It's called Reefer Man. Fun one. Did you ever meet that uh, Reaper man? No, I never met the guy. Tell me about it. Oh, no, you're not kidding me now, are you? Uh, you never met the Reaper man? Oh, no, you never met the Reaper man? And yet you say you swim to China and you wanted to sell me South Carolina? I believe you know the Reaper man. And yet you say you walk the ocean any time you take a notion? Yeah, I believe you've seen the Reaper Man. I mentioned 16 RPM a minute ago. You might have thought I was joking. Uh, One Tube Radio is a interesting place on the web, and it has a nice blog post from 2017 where they talk about the 16 RPM record. They link to a Popular Mechanics article from 1957 
which talks about the format and its application. 16 RPM speed records were created to make records play longer per side. Averages out to about a 40 minute side on 16 RPM or 80 minute records that you can have. The fidelity drop is significant, however, but Chrysler automobiles put them in their cars. Did you ever meet the funny reaper man? Here's what Popular Mechanics said of the 16 RPM format in 1957. They tell us, Chrysler has announced its cars will be equipped with Highway Hi-Fi, or Highway Hi-Fi. How, how, how would you break that up? Highway Hi-Fi. <laughs> Made possible by a new 16 RPM record and player. Have you ever met that funny reaper man? Oh, he trades your dimes for nickels and he calls watermelon pickles. Yeah, I'm talking about the reaper man. So I don't know if it only played 16 RPM. That would be weird. But they show a photo of a full-size turntable that fits inside the glove compartment. You open up the glove compartment and the turntable kind of shoots out or glides out, I imagine. I'm still talking about the Reaper Man. Ever met that funny little Reaper Man? If he sells Wall Street, is frantic because he won't sell them the Atlantic. By the look of it, the record was intended for when the car is not in motion. So parked, but maybe not. It could have also had a really heavy tone arm that just destroyed the, the record <laughs> by pressing down with the needle. Uh, that could be used in motion. Who knows? I'm guessing it was for parking. But they add, uh, Popular Mechanics adds about the 16 RPM record that there is a growing library of these records back in 1957 available to the public. I have a whole room of records. I don't have a single 16 RPM record. Uh, more and more record players are incorporating 16 RPM as a fourth speed, they say, as, quote, talking books. These discs are a boon to the blind. The New York Association for the Blind distributes talking books widely. They say music too is now available on 16 RPM. And while admittedly not hi-fi, they say due to the lack of high frequency response, 16 RPM records sound well as mood music and in the background, where mellowness is the keynote, and trebled brilliance would only distract. <laughs> so that's a polite way for popular mechanics to say that people would be using their 16 RPM record players in their Chrysler uh, for necking uh, when the car is parked. Does anybody neck anymore? Has anybody ever just necked? Have you ever, you know, just bypass, don't kiss anybody in the face, nothing, just, just neck each other. Just rub your necks against one another. If so, maybe that is something you would be thankful for on Thanksgiving. For necking. <laughs> Remember, I think necking was one of the earliest terms for making out or for kissing that I ever heard. And I don't know if I've ever properly just necked. I have, uh, I have certainly, uh... Hickeyed or whatever. I necked 
to the point of that when I was younger. <laughs> Naked. Anyway, that's probably what the 16 RPM record was for with its low fidelity background mood music function. But what's nice about this 1957 article, aside from the esoteric appearance of a fourth speed, they call it for record playback, the 16 RPM, and the unusual placement of a record player in a car dashboard, what is nice is the discussion about records being a boon for blind listeners. Or I guess 16 RPM format specifically it would probably allow a blind listener to have a longer experience with the record without having to flip it over. 40 minutes can be a lot of content. So, with Thanksgiving coming up and this side note about 16 RPM as a history for the blind, or records in general for accessibility purposes, I'm going to share one of the weirdest box set of recordings I have in my collection of odd records. And this is a 40 record set, all of it on green flexi-disc vinyl that is collectively titled The Good and Easy Cookbook, a title you might recognize if you're a cooker. You'll see photos in the Boing Boing post of the records themselves. This is a Betty Crocker cookbook that was completely read aloud into these recordings to be used by blind cooks. And a good number of these records actually are the index. It includes an entire index. And blind cooks are instructed to listen to the alphabetical index, which is uh, you know, a letter to a side uh, to find out what disc has a recipe. Uh, so they would go use the index and then they would find the disc and play it for the recipe. Pretty elaborate. Sighted cooks don't have to go through that. So this will be an episode on some early accessibility history. This really awesome thing that uh, exists where Betty Crocker made it available for blind cooks to be able to use uh, the Good and Easy Cookbook. And it's a really cool set of albums. The publisher of the Cooking for the Blind series is the Minnesota Department of Public Welfare back in the 50s, and specifically Minnesota's Services for the Blind. So, pretty damn cool. Today's uh, show will be about instructional audio for the blind or the visually impaired. And while Braille has been around since 1824, the use of recordings to communicate to the blind took on a prominence in the 20th century, particularly for large pieces of text that wouldn't be feasible to publish in Braille. You might be curious how difficult it is to use recordings for information purposes and having to go through the index uh, to find the item uh, will demonstrate this. So we're gonna make a uh, Thanksgiving dinner together as a team. <laughs> Thought that would be kind of fun. So let's make Thanksgiving dinner together this week. Side A for this week will be some music made with the food. And then side B will conclude with the 15th installment of Charlie Pickle. Now is a good time to jump into that story. With that, let's talk about The Good and Easy Cookbook by Betty Crocker, which was made available to the Minnesota Department of Public Welfare in the 50s for their services for the blind series, cooking for the blind specifically. <laughs> 